0: Welcome to Inspiring Stories from American History with Rebecca Price Janney. Today's story is about Catherine Marshall. Raised in a poor southern preacher's home, she found herself thrust into Washington, D.C. society as the young bride of a prominent pastor who later became chaplain of the U.S. Senate. When he died at an early age, She began a writing career to support herself. The result was 19 books and multiple millions in sales. Her writings emphasize faith in adversity and an intimate relationship with God. On a Sunday morning in the spring of 1946, Catherine Marshall gazed in concern at her husband Peter pastor of New York Avenue Presbyterian Church in Washington, D.C. Normally strapping and ruddy, today he looked drawn and gray. The demands of Peter Marshall's large congregation, besides countless nationwide appearances and speeches, had worn him out. As Peter stepped into the pulpit to begin his sermon, Catherine whispered a prayer for him. The tall preacher launched into his message, but without his usual gusto. A few minutes later, he muttered, I'm terribly sorry, but I cannot go on. Suddenly he grasped the pulpit, then staggered backward. Catherine rushed to his side, committing her young son, Peter John, to the care of a close friend. At the hospital, she learned her husband had suffered a massive heart attack. The doctors told her and Peter flatly, unless he modified his reckless schedule, he would not live much longer. Following a restless convalescence, Peter returned to work with his typical zeal. In 1947, he accepted the chaplaincy of the United States Senate. Although Catherine pleaded with her husband to take it easier, Peter seemed no more capable of slowing down than a robin can keep from appearing in early spring. On the morning of January 25, 1949, Catherine became a widow at the age of 34. She had never held a full-time job and had just recently recovered from a two-year battle with tuberculosis. Her future appeared stark and uncompromising. Not long after Peter's death, Catherine's financial advisors forecast deep gloom. They suggested she sell the family car and the Marshalls' vacation home on Cape Cod. She decided to wait for God's answer to her money crunch. Shortly afterward, a publishing house approached her, Would she put together a book of her husband's best-loved sermons. Catherine felt the project might represent the fulfillment of her girlhood dream of writing. In addition to editing Marshall's sermons, Catherine asked if she could write an introduction to the book. At first, her editor merely humored her, but when he saw the depth, and vibrancy of her writing, he enthusiastically agreed to use it. Mr. Jones' Meet the Master became a runaway bestseller. Soon, there were plans for Catherine to write Peter's life story. Released in 1951, A Man Called Peter has sold over 4 million copies and was a major motion picture. Catherine's success as an author was assured. Through candid writing in which she not only discussed how God constantly showed his love in her life, but also revealed her many flaws, Catherine drew millions of readers. They believed if she could overcome her weaknesses, surmount life's trials, and experience God's presence, so could they. Like her husband, Catherine's frank style invited people to develop intimacy with God. In 1959, Catherine married former Guideposts editor Leonard Lesord. Together they collaborated on many writing projects and began a publishing venture called Chosen Books. They also started a national intercessory prayer organization. In her life, Katherine Marshall published 19 books, with Christie being the most successful commercially. The popular author died on March 18, 1983, after a long illness. Thank you for joining me for Great Stories in American History. I'm Rebecca Price Janney.